Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And it is Martin Luther King Day. Yes, it is. The Reverend Dr. Dr. Martin. Martin Luther King Day. Yes. People always forget he was a he was a doctor of, uh, of ministry. He was a Baptist preacher, and his doctorate is in actually the Bible. People often forget that. You also have a... Uh, don't Why? you have the same? As a matter of fact, Reverend I doctor, do. Yeah. We don't, we don't, you don't say we forget that for you. Well, no, but people forget it for him. I mean, oh, okay. he's, he's often just... He's either Martin Luther King or he's Dr. Martin Luther King. Oh, but, but he but should they be... they often drop the Reverend, Reverend doctor. Dr. Martin Luther King. Okay. Which is important because, you know, in... Uh, what we have to remember about the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King is that what he was doing was calling people back... Uh, not only to the foundational documents of our country, mm-hmm. he's calling them back to God's image, that all people are created equal Amen. in God's sight, uh, that in God's sight, all people are equal, all people are created in his image, mm-hmm. and therefore, right, therefore, these these rules about uh, racial separation and segregation were wrong. Right. And boy, do we ever need to hear that now more than ever. Exactly. You know? That that's where it all goes back to, the exactly. image of God, yes. And so that's why, I th- and, you know, so my take on it is that's why they cut off the reverend, because they don't want to go there. Got it. Oh, okay. But if you leave that out, Mm -hmm. if you leave out the Reverend part, if you leave out the fact that Doctor, that the Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King's work was anchored uh, in the Bible, in the image of God, Mm -hmm. well, then there's nothing for it to be anchored to, and you get this drift Mm -hmm. that we've seen over the last fifty years, where instead of uh, equality among the races, it's rapidly becoming resegregation of the races. Okay. Uh, good, excellent point. Well, thank you. Good, and he uh, and again he speaks to another point too, which we've talked about on this podcast that we still esteem his work, even though he was a fallen man, oh, as, gosh, as yeah. many of us, as all of us are. He had some things in his life that weren't following Jesus, and yet we still uh, hold to his teaching and think of him as a great man of history and a necessary bringer backer of good things bringer, bringer backer. backer reformer yeah. reformer but yet he had things in his life we don't we don't need to like take his statue down and stuff right we have to you know it's just it's a weird world we live in and you know speaking of which mm-hmm. have they taken down his statue yet because they'll be coming for him yeah they will because you know there's that great quote in uh there was, it was a lutheran pastor Niemöller. Yeah, who uh, was it Niemöller? Martin Niemöller, yeah. yes he's you know i don't i don't know how it goes but it basically goes you know i was silent when they came for the the communists the, the communists socialists, the i was silent when they the came Jews, for all these people yeah. because it wasn't me right but then they came for me and there was no one left right. to speak up for me and yeah. that's the world we live in now they're coming for everyone yeah um and it changes every day who they're against and who they're for and you get canceled if you're not on their team and on their side and it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I fully expect them to cancel the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther yeah, King next. Yeah, someday. And that's why, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit at the retreat that's coming up, but we, you know, what Luke what Luke mentions is all these crazy things that happen are actually an opportunity for Christians and especially Ooh, for the church. I so like we that. can, yes, yeah, thank that's you. that's good. We can look at that's this really as... Good horrible time to be alive which i mean it's not but i mean it's all relative i mean right. there's been horrible times in history but um we also can look at it as an opportunity for yeah. those who believe for those of us who believe and we can stand up for jesus and stand up for our faith and be the change in this generation right well, amen sister okay. i like it man. well good um, let's get into hope then because right. that's what we're talking about um we want to get into hope we're in this series called New Year, New, new year. You, yep. and last week we used 1 Corinthians 5.17, or is it 2 Corinthians? Uh, I think 2 it was... Corinthians 5.17 hmm. to talk about 
uh, everyone is a new creation. Yeah. In, if you are in Christ, you are a new right. creation. The old has gone, the new has come. So it was new life, right? Right. And today we are talking about new hope. So can you read for us? I would be happy to. This is First Peter. Yes, read uh, the whole. Start it. Start it for three, but read that whole little paragraph because it's amazing. Okay, so the okay. whole paragraph. Yeah. So this is First Peter. First uh, Peter, chapter one, beginning with verse three. Yes. So Peter writes, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead." to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, Mm -hmm. who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible mm. and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. See, that's an amazing. I read yeah. what the verse we were going to do is just verse three, but then I just kept reading this morning. And it's such an amazing passage. And before we get into the actual just living hope, um, one of the things that struck me was that you know all the basically all the biblical writers i think sorry i'm not talking into the Mm -hmm. mic okay pretty much all the biblical writers uh were suffering some kind of major trial whether they were in jail or being persecuted paul is writing here to persecuted christians this is peter peter sorry peter's writing to persecuted christians the prophets were of course exiled or in some kind of lockdown or whatever um you know, basically everybody, but I guess Ecclesiastes was like a rich guy. Yeah, he was a rich but depressed guy. Very depressed. So, yeah. I mean, so the biblical writers are not coming from this life of, you know, Western, like, comfort and right. ease that we know, you know. Mm-hmm. They're writing from a serious deprivation, serious sufferings, and that's what this goes on. And yet it's a time of refinement. And I think, you know, so many people have said that 2020 is like a dumpster fire. That's a, right. a meme, right? But really, it's like a refiner's fire, yeah. you know? Oh, wow. Um, that was a good image. Well, thanks. I probably stole that from some podcast yeah. I listened to. But it, you know, this talks, yours doesn't say refined by fire. Mine says more valuable than gold, which though perishable, is refined by, by fire. fire. Well, yours says something else. Yeah, I think it says. Yeah. Mm. Tested, tested by fire. See? Tested, tested by fire. By yeah. fire. But by we fire. can look at this time of trial that we are in ourselves and it can be seen as a refiner's fire mm-hmm. if we allow the Lord to do his work. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Well said. Thank well you. Said. Yeah. So let's take a look. Yeah. Um, There's so, so many terms in that verse, oh even that goodness. one verse that we're supposed to go through. Right. So why don't you, what do you think? Okay. Let's hit him. So I, I was struck by uh, by two things. In, in When you look at uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Mm-hmm. He says, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again, which is kind of a clunky saying, but you know, he's yeah, given mine us says, new birth. given us new birth. Right, that's a lot better. Okay, right? that's a given lot better. us new birth. So he's given us new birth, and then notice two what? There's two things. Uh, he's given us new birth first, okay. to a living hope mm-hmm. through the resurrection of Jesus, and then second, to an inheritance okay. uh, that is kept in heaven, imperishable, undefiled, kept in heaven for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what struck me as I was uh, reading it today. And, you know, in my class on Wednesday nights, I'm teaching people, what what, what do you notice? Pay okay. close attention and then think about that. Uh, and so that's kind of what I, I jotted some notes down about. So he's given us a new hope to two things. First of all, it's it's uh, 
it, it, it's a new birth, first of all, to a living hope. A okay. living hope, which is an odd expression. It is. You know, why, why a living hope? Versus a dead hope. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. right. Which, okay. is, which is weird. Um, but I thought, well, it's, the, the, the note I made to myself is our hope lives because he lives. So it's to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Okay. And so because Jesus lives, our hope can live also. And then that immediately got me thinking about that famous, um, that famous song, Because he lives, I will see tomorrow. Oh, because yeah. he lives, my pain is gone. Okay. Life is worth the living just because he lives. And that idea of, of steadfastness, that you know, day in and day out may not always be great, but you, you keep at it, you're steadfast, you're dogged, Jesus lives. And because Jesus lives, you know that the present uh, is is not a it's not a prison. The present will change. Okay. And so you, there's this dogged steadfastness, living out your hope day after day after day, because you know that Jesus has risen from the dead. Okay. So because Jesus is alive or living, mm-hmm. our hope is living. Exactly. A living hope. Yes, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. So that was what we can. Mm-hmm. So that was one thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as you continue it in verse four, he says that you know he's given us new birth to an inheritance. That is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you. And this is different. You know, so if the living hope is kind of our faith as we live it out. Okay. This is something that's that's not yet ours, but it's kept for us. So it's it's up in heaven, it's kept for us. Unperishable, undefiled, unfading, it doesn't change, it cannot be diminished, and it's a hope we can count on because it doesn't depend on us. Uh, Jesus has given it to us. And this to me would be more of the the certainty or the assurance of faith. Right. Uh, so a real life example of that might be not, you know, well, I hope to get to heaven one day. Right. But, you know, when I get to heaven, I know that I will see Jesus. And when I get to heaven, I know that I will, that all of this pain will be gone. When I get to heaven, I know I'll see my uh, my loved ones again. Right. So that's kind of the two things I got out of it. Yeah, I think that um, that's definitely the hope of something that we're not, it's not wish. It's different than wishful thinking, yeah. because we're, we're having a hope in something that we know will come to pass. We are we are assured that these will come to pass based on God's promises right. and what He's done. And I think I was thinking there's kind of three different types. You can be hopeless, right? right. You just have no hope and you despair. You can be hopeful, but hope in the wrong things you know you can be a non-believer who has no hope for the future no hope for an afterlife no hope for to being with jesus forever right or you can have this living hope which is a hope that's founded on god's promises and things so that's what a living hope is it's not it's not this blind faith that you know everything's going to work out it's trusting in what god's told you yeah and to kind of get back to what how we begin you know uh the reverend dr martin luther king's hope Mm -hmm. was anchored in jesus right that we are made in god's image and therefore there's nothing nothing that any government can do that that can deface that that we are made in god's image that's an anchor point Mm -hmm. right but if you don't have that that anchor of hope well then it kind of migrates around which is what we're seeing now right uh and so instead of being grounded in the fact that we are created equal by God, it just becomes sort of a power play among various races. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, when I didn't, it just struck me. We always had like each kid had this problem with the difference between hope and wish. Yeah. do you remember that? I do, but I can't remember what the what was. How did it go? Uh, we had a little ditty for it. the The upshot of it was that wish is in the present and hope is in the future. Because they so, would say, yeah, what would they? They use it wrong. They use one of those two terms wrong, and we always thought. They don't understand uh-huh. the difference between wishing yeah, and hoping, and know, I can't come up with an I example. Can't come up with it all, yeah, no. but maybe if you have children, you know they they say they're just the wrong thing. It doesn't make sense when it 
comes out. But yeah. so the what's the difference? So there? the way I think of it is is again hope is outside of us. So hope is anchored. Okay. You know, in this case, verse four, that our hope is kept for us, imperishable, unfading, kept in heaven for us. It's okay. something God gives us, and so it's future oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the hope of eternal life. Okay. Uh, whereas wish is more present focused. So you're in the present. You're saying, I wish things were different. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, so you're looking at it. I wish I wasn't sick. So or... much, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wish I weren't sick, you know. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, you have the hope in the future mm-hmm. that things will be different because right. of what God has done. So right. that's how I think. Yeah. I, and then also, I think one of them requires you to make a little step, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I wish I could lose 15 pounds, let's yeah. say. Okay. <laughs> well, you can wish that all day long, right. but if you don't do anything about it, it's not going to happen. You say like, I hope to lose 15 pounds. It uh-huh. sounds to me like maybe you're going to take a step. You're going to do something, right? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of run with the image a little yeah. bit. You know, you could say, well, I wish I'd lose 15 pounds. And that's, you know, you're kind of looking at your present thinking, man, I got to get in shape here. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, I'm running every day and I hope that if I do this for yeah. six months, I hope. Yeah, to I hope lose. the results. And so that's, that's you know, I'm doing something here in the present and looking mm-hmm. to the future. Right. So I think it has to do with time orientation, right. present or, mm-hmm. or future. Yeah, and I like that image of an anchor or just something outside of ourselves because he, you know, what you read, you went read on from verse six. And, you know, he's saying, He's talking about the difficult times that they were in. So he's like, you rejoice in this, even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith. So in other words, these trials are doing something. They're proving the character of your faith, which is more valuable than gold. So it's also, it's more value than anything else you could put your time into. It's more valuable than gold, which... um, um, oh yeah, which though perishable, gold, is refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, honor at the revelation of Jesus, right? So all these things are outside of us. That they, that we're working through this difficult time, but we keep that hope alive and something's happening. It's not, it's not just uh, for naught. It's for us to be refined, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's, uh, that's what God wants for these hard times. You know, in my... my um Morning devotion today was talking about Romans chapter 8, that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, mm-hmm. who are called according to his purpose. Okay. Not that all things are good, but that in and through them, God works for good. Okay. Uh, and that's what I would see whatever season is coming upon the church. You know, I, I don't see, I, I really do not see it being one of the great persecutions, like right. in the 300s, you know, when Romans were were uh, burning Christian churches and trying to destroy it entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see it anything like that, but I do see it as being a time of testing for us, yeah. which could be an incredible blessing for the church mm-hmm. in America. Amen. If we, you know, if the dross is burned away and we're forced to refocus on what really matters, which is God's word to us, God's mm-hmm. promise to us, and holding tight to that no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. And um, the definition of faith in Hebrews actually gets to this idea as well. Um, now, faith is the assurance of things hoped, hoped for, for, right? Yeah. And again, they're hoped for. They're not wishful thinking. They're hoped for because they've been told to us by the Lord. They're promises, right? The uh, conviction of things not seen. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about that today because, again, my, my daily Bible reading was Romans chapter 8. And mm-hmm. there's this wonderful passage, Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Paul writes, now hope that is seen is not hoped for. For who hopes for what he sees? Okay. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. In other words, Paul is saying, you know, you don't hope for something you already have. Right. But hope is future oriented. 
Uh, and that really struck uh, struck me because my my standard wedding homily talks about faith, hope, and love. Right. And, you know, I had the definition of faith from mm-hmm. Hebrews, but I've always been looking for that definition of hope, and now I've and you got just it. found it so in I can Romans. Update my, my right. wedding homily. Well, there was a key word in there too, which was waiting. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, that's then I think from that very passage, I think he goes on to talk about Abraham. It's somewhere in there yes. where he's like saying, hey, Abraham hoped for a child and he actually waited a really, really yeah. long time. Yeah. Right. But he trusted and he knew it was coming because God promised. Well, he wavered sometimes on his trust that sure. it was coming. He questioned, but he hoped. And, um, you know, Paul says against all hope, Abraham hoped. Sometimes yeah. we have to hope against all hope. Yeah, which is a, a, a wonderful phrase, isn't it? It is. It's, it's confusing, but it's, it. yes. Makes sense. It's just yeah. not very logical, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But we have said before, and we'll have to say again, that the Lord does like to make us wait. Yes, He does. You know? yes, so he does. sometimes if you get frustrated with what you're hoping for, praying for, um, and you don't see them come to pass, it might be again that the Lord is doing something different Good. in your life, right? Yes, absolutely. That's, mm-hmm. that's been our own experience. Right. I mean, we all hoped that this thing would be over long, long yeah. ago, this pandemic, right? Yeah. And we're seeing that it goes on. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We all wished we it would be. Yeah. It would have been we over. wished, yes. Right. Right. Well, we yeah. will come back next week with, let's see, new life, new hope, new purpose. We're oh, going to good. be talking about our purpose as Christians in the world. And so that'll be the 25th. Okay. And then a couple of days after that, you have your women's retreat. Yes. Exciting so, times. So will we have a uh, podcast the day after the women's retreat? Well, the, the women's retreat. Yeah, well, we probably will. Okay. Why not? We got to finish this. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Good. Yeah. Good. I hope the world could end before then, you know. Yeah, could I? Just don't I hope so. <laughs> I don't wish so. <laughs> All right, we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.